This podcast is now streaming on the Accounting Influencers main show. Subscribe to the Accounting Influences podcast to listen to more content just like this. You can also watch this episode on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to learn even more from the very best experts, thought leaders and influencers in the accounting and fintech world. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents UK Matters in Accounting. Sponsored by Accountex. And a very special shout out to our brand new commercial sponsor for this podcast. It's Practice Win. Martin, you know a lot about these guys, don't you? Yeah, Practice Win came onto the scene in Accountex this year, and they've developed an app that allows the accountant and every member of the accountant's team to curate the content that they feel they need. So rather than having to go through a site and find everything, the specially curated content from the channel experts comes direct to their smartphone. And there's so much content out there, it's great to cut through it. And my firm's app who produced this, they really know what they're talking about with accountants in the mobile space, don't they? Oh, they certainly do. They've been around for a long time. And one thing's for certain, they want everyone everywhere to feel involved from an accounting uh, firm perspective so that they know that that team, whether it's a senior manager or a partner, can access what is needed with ease to help develop their practice. And that's what WIN stands for. Practice, win, what I need. Where can people go to find out more, Martin? Uh, they can go to practicewin.co.uk. That's practicewin.co.uk, where they can download the app for free and start curating their content immediately. Fantastic. You're accounted to get there. And thank you, Practice Win, for sponsoring this show. Welcome to UK Matters in Accounting with me, Rob Brown. On behalf of the Accounting Influencers Podcast Network, we have five shows going out every day of the working week. On Monday, we have our Success in Accounting show. That's where we have panels and deeper discussions. On Tuesday is our Insights in Accounting show, where we take an aspect of the news and relate it to the accounting and fintech world. Wednesday is our deep dive one-to-one interview called Influencers in Accounting. Thursday is Best Practice in Accounting with Practical What Works suggestions for accounting professionals and this is our friday show specifically for the uk audience because we like to think we are the center of the universe although that's not quite true until to have with me today a guest host carl reader carl what do you want to talk about today that's really going to hit home with the uk accounting audience well rob i'm not necessarily going to hit home but i'm going to let a cat out of the bag and i'm going to talk about pronation so rob you know a little bit about pronation it's yeah. something I'm mega excited about. Can't wait to share with the audience. And I'm sure some of the audience might have seen some cryptic social media posts. Three heads better than one and is free a crowd and so on. You've been teasing this for a while, Carl, haven't you? We've been teasing it and we're going to share it all today. It's something that I'm really excited to, to talk about and get going. Why are you excited about Pronation, Carl? Because let's just say this is a community and a mastermind and a mentoring setup for accounting professionals. There are others out there. There's plenty of resource where accountants can go to a guru, can go to a mentor. Some of them are accountants, some of them are not, but they've got a place to land and get some kind of professional development. What excites you most about ProNation? Sure, so let me let me start at the beginning and explain what ProNation is. So ProNation is a collaboration between myself, Lucy Cohen, Will Farnell, and what we're looking to do, we are the three heads, 
and we are looking to not necessarily disrupt the way that accountancy guidance and um, practice management um, guidance has been given in the past, but to provide a better way of doing it. So here's, here's the brutal reality. And um, I know this might upset a few people, but I'm going to say it anyway. We've been there, seen it, done it. We've got a t-shirt, we've won the award multiple times, we've got the multi-million award-winning firms, etc., etc. Many have, and they're doing it alone and potentially doing it before they've actually achieved any success. We all know as accountants we should do our due diligence, perhaps we haven't been. Um, but I'm I'm convinced that Will and Lucy are the best in the game, so really honoured to be working alongside them. And we've got a very simple um, ethos behind the way we're doing this. The problem with guru culture, Bob, as you kind of alluded to, is that it tends to be my way or the highway. So you might get given a template or you might be told that you should do this or do that. And you're given a very robust way to do it. Well, one person has one perspective traditionally. They've done it their way. So that's the way they know to communicate. This is it, Bob. It's great if you implement it. But the problem is emotionally, if you've got a slight resistance to any part of the process, it will never be as good as if you worked out how to do it yourself. So what we're doing, um, myself, Lucy, Will, we all run very different kinds of firms. We have very different involvements in our firms and we have very different specialities of what we bring to our firms. We also have different views on some things of how they should be done and other things we've got similar views. But we want to facilitate masterminds and guidance based on the entirety of solutions for a problem that there's there's no one way to crack a nut if there was then mcdonald's for example wouldn't be split testing their advertising and they do still split test to see whether a red square is better than a blue square in a magazine they still split test their website mcdonald's do this so how on earth does a self-proclaimed guru know what's best they don't but what we can do is we can talk around the various issues so if we were to take pricing as an example, we could talk around menu pricing versus tiered pricing versus subscription. We could talk around um, the pros and cons of cost plus versus value pricing. So yeah, we, could, we can look at all of the different options and we can have an honest debate about what's worked for us, what hasn't worked for us, and help the practitioners come to their own outcome with the support to then implement. So that's the key thing. But the problem is, if you blindly follow a path and you're told to do something, you blindly follow it, but you don't quite believe it. Or even if you don't necessarily have the same charisma or style as the person who's created the template, guess what? It's not going to be as successful for you as it might have been or might have been claimed to have been for them. So that's why I'm so excited, Mike, because rather than just prescribing the how, we're actually doing the diagnosis bit as well. And we're trying to really help build an understanding and appreciation of why we're doing things. So, so that's the first thing that really excites me. Secondly, I believe this truly, truly adds value to practitioners. There's no filler here. So rather than just getting vendors in to do webinars and selling that on as our services, we're actually looking at um, providing all of the content ourselves. There's a bulk of content based on what's worked for us. We've also got the USP vault from Martin Bissett. Um, so it's been built up over years and years. It's loads of decent content there. Um, but we're not we're not trying to make a few quid here. We don't really need to. We've kind of been there and done that. We're actually trying to professionalise the way that this stuff is delivered. 
And finally, I think that we we all talk about accountants being collaborative, but every accountant listening to this will know that they'll speak to a couple of mates in the accountancy world and they tend to bitch and moan about other accountants. So what we're trying to do, we're not going to make the whole accountancy world collaborative and friendly and fluffy and um, going around each other's house for dinner across the whole of the UK or the whole of the world. That ain't going to happen because there is still an inherent competitiveness. But we are going to facilitate a safe space for groups of accountants to congregate at a similar level with similar challenges, but on a non-competing basis and be able to help guide each other as well without the sniping that goes on behind the scenes. These will be closer knit communities rather than trying to go big and brave and hope for the best. There's so many appealing aspects to this that is different to what is out there, Carl. You've got DNT accountants. We've got Will Farnell with Farnell Clark and Lucy Cohen with Mizuma. You have definitely been there. You've done it. But what appeals to me particularly about that is when you follow one guru, they say, here's what works. And they fail to add the two very important words for me, because your weapons are not my weapons. Your personality is not mine. Your skills are not mine. You're not, your motivators and drivers are not mine. So getting that perspective of three different people who've done it in different ways, you don't get that anywhere else. Yeah. And here's a further part. We as a group, and the reason why I feel genuinely that um, Lucy and Will are the best people to be involved with this on, we as a group don't believe that we know best. We are big enough and ugly enough and have enough bruises and um, scars along the way to know that we don't know best, to know that we failed in the past at certain things. You know, I've, I've often spoken on stage uh, about having removed timesheets from my firm three times and re-implemented them three times. Um, I, I've often spoken about some of the war stories and sometimes when somebody's looking to project expertise and doesn't necessarily feel comfortable in that, they won't show those weaknesses. We know our weaknesses. We know the challenges we've had and we're happy to share them warts and all for the benefit of the audiences so that they don't recreate those mistakes. Um, but also, we're not. We're just simply not prepared to jump on bandwagons or make noise, so jump off bandwagons for the sake of it. A great example being niching. So I'll share my personal view on niching right now. And my personal view on niching is that anybody who publicly says you don't need a niche, and I know that there's two so-called gurus out there who've said that, is talking absolute nonsense. They don't know what they're talking about from a marketing perspective, and here's why. You look at supermarkets, M&S, Waitrose, Asda, and Aldi. Would you imagine that they've defined their target market? Yes, they probably have. One is aiming for higher customer spend, one is aiming for lower, one's yeah, you know, it, it's a very clear difference between the two. We see it in their marketing, we see it in their delivery. You go into Waitrose and you used to, certainly used to, I haven't been shopping for a long time, used to get your coffee and your newspaper as part of it, but you know you're paying for it at the till. Um, you know, you're paying for it through the increased prices of apples and so on. Um, Aldi, from what I understand, you go in there, you buy food that looks like food from a real supermarket and they chuck it through the checkouts as quickly as possible. Two very, very different services but they've niched because they've decided the markets that are right for them. Now, are you really telling me, and I mean this in the nicest possible way, are you really telling me that they don't know what they're talking about as billion pound company, million pound company, whatever, but the sole practitioner turning over five, six hundred thousand pounds knows best because they didn't niche. Are you really telling me that? The reality is that on niching, it could be by industry, it could be by personality and so on. It's about creating the customer avatar. That's 
marketing 101 it's service delivery 101 it's business 101 it's not just a marketing thing it's not just a customer service thing it'll actually permeate throughout your business understanding your target market so so yeah i think there's a number of things that have been raised as topics for the sake of creating controversy through an accounting web post or a linkedin post but actually what we're looking to do through this is to debunk a load of this stuff and um, to use a phrase from mark lee and um, you know we're looking to get rid of the rubbish talk about things openly now i've niched lucy's got a niche but not an industry niche will hasn't particularly niched so we would have a very open conversation about all sides to it and between us we would be able to help the practitioners decide what's best for them and how to implement based on our experience. And the fact that you have done it, there is so much hot air and hype out there and gurus that would get lots of comments on LinkedIn or their social media. And you think, wow, this person's really popular. They're really engaging. They really know what they're doing. But when you look behind that, it's just a few of their fans that really love them that create some kind of an echo chamber, isn't it, Carl? Hey, Rob, um, I'm, I'm not going to be dragged into naming any names or shaming. However, um, what I would say is we're, when choosing a mastermind that you want to work with, it's about thinking about what you want from it. Um, you know, what is what is the end goal that you want to achieve? Now, it probably isn't just pouncing a bank or being with you know, going to the one that's marketed best or going to the one that your friend's told you best, you've probably got a very specific reason why you want to do it. And it's probably a combination of factors that includes time, that includes money, that includes the feeling of having done the best you can do, so self-actualization. Uh, you know, we never should underestimate that. It would probably, there's an element of practical problems you're facing. There's all kinds of factors that will roll into what it is you're trying to achieve. So superficially, you might say, I need to earn more money or I need to implement tech or whatever. But there's actually a whole host of things behind the scenes. And we're fully aware of that. And for us, it's about helping practitioners understand all of the drivers in their business and then helping them to improve them on their terms, not on somebody else's terms. Because my definition of success almost certainly isn't your definition of success, Rob. It isn't Lucy's, it isn't Will's, it isn't anybody else's, it's owned by me. And it isn't related to just one factor of time or money or so on. So, so yeah, I think that when looking at it, we do need to look past the social media veneer and look at credibility, due diligence and so on. But also we need to look at what we want to get from it. And if we're truly brutally honest with ourselves, we've all messed up. There's a whole host of stuff we want to fix. And it's a safe place to try and move in that direction. And in terms of the sweet spot accounting firm for this, you're obviously working in the firms earning a few hundred thousand, the seven figure firms, the, the million and above. We've got Martin Bissett in there taking on those bigger firms because he's got experience of the eight figure firms and above. So you're covering a lot of bases here, Colin. We are. So it's split into three categories. So you've got the, the first category, which is, um, for those who are wanting to dip their toe in, perhaps sole practitioners who are starting out or um, you know, very small firms, we've then got a middle tier, which is for those who are a bit more ambitious and looking to scale up. Um, and then we've got the third tier, which is, um, you know, this isn't marketing nonsense, I promise you, but it is by invite only. And the reason it's by invite only is because we're trying to build trusted circles. 
and in the nicest possible way if we've got um if we've got the owners or the practice leaders of firms that are in the top 100 they're not going to be particularly happy if we invite in a load of sole practitioners doing fifty thousand pounds and actually the sole practitioners doing fifty thousand pounds won't be able to relate to the problems or the solutions that those firms are coming up with so we're actively trying to differentiate the different levels so that it can be the best fit for those involved um, so that ambitious firms can work with other ambitious firms, so that um, those firms who have really been there, seen it and done it and um, are, are in the top 100 levels, again, they can work amongst themselves to crack out their issues. And those who are starting out simply aren't overwhelmed, both by cost, because we've been able to reduce the cost, but also by content. We can give them what's relevant for them at that point. And quickly to finish off, Carl, you spoke at Accountex North in Manchester recently about this and started to tease it out. As we record this, you'll be at Accounting Web Live next week, and that will be sharing some more ideas. Oh, that's at the end of November, actually. Uh, so people can come and have conversations with you there and learn more about what is going on. What kind of questions are people asking you about this? Okay, so at this stage, at the point of recording, we're still at pre-launch. And there's not too many conversations. People know something's going on from the teasers, but they don't necessarily know what's happening. Um, the questions down the line, I hope, are where do I sign? Because, yeah, there's a lot of us involved here. We, we are under no illusion that our plan is to become the biggest support network for accountants. Um, not just in the UK, we are looking to globalise this as well. So we've got big plans, we've got big ambitions with it. Um, however, at the moment, people are wondering what on earth's going on. And do you know what? They're finding out today, aren't they? We're doing a reveal. And soon down the line, we'll be bringing out the website and more information where people can sign up and express their interest. I guess the final thing to ask you, Carl, is we talk about the great resignation. People are recalibrating their lives, but they're also recalibrating, reassessing where they go for information and, and what or who is serving them and who they're going to give their ear to and give attention to. What would you say to accountants that are currently in a network, they're in a community, getting some level of support, they do have a guru, they don't necessarily have to drop that guru, but they should be looking up and saying, where can I be better served with what I need? The tendency of accountants is to be information gatherers. And one of my concerns is that if somebody just joins us for the sake of information gathering alongside five other groups, then what's the chances, realistically, despite our best efforts of them actually implementing? That's not worth our while. That's not worth, in the nicest possible way, that's not worth getting out of bed for because we're not, we're not doing it for cash. We're doing it to make a real difference. So, so yeah, I think my advice would be that any firms who know that there's something else that they want, but they don't know where to get it, is to stop info gathering. Stop going out as a scribble trying to gather all the nuts, but not do anything with them. And instead, spend time reflecting. Now, a tool that I used to use for reflections before I stopped drinking. So this, was, this would have been me 12 months ago. Would be, I would go somewhere. Um, I always chose Paris because um, obviously France is the home of the word flanner, um, which means to aimlessly wander. What I would do is I would go to a, to a lovely cafe, I'd have steak and chips and a bottle of red wine. I'd have a whole bottle to myself, okay? Now that sounds dangerous, Rob, but what it does is it means that I have to sit there for probably two to three hours to get through it. And I have a notebook and a pen and I just brain dump. So I brain dump whatever subject it is I'm thinking about. So in this case, it will be, what do I want for my practice? And I will just brain dump. After a couple of hours, 
yeah, slightly warm from the red wine by that stage. I would just go and aimlessly wander around. So I would take part in the act of uh, being a flaneur and um, I would just wander and look at the architecture and so on. Why do I do it in France? Really simple, because I don't understand what anyone else is saying, so I can't be distracted. There's sufficient background noise to make me feel like I should be doing something, but I've got a clue what they're saying. So you need to find your way of doing that. For some people, it might be sitting on a beach, on a sun lounger with a cocktail. For some people, it might be sat at home, wrapped up warm with a cup of hot chocolate. I don't know, but find that space where you can be alone. And when I say alone, not just alone by yourself, but alone in your thoughts and not distracted and just brain dump, work out what it is you want. Now, once you've done that, you will probably find that the immediate problem, the top layer that you felt was the issue, i.e. haven't got enough money in my bank account or I don't feel I'm doing as good as other people actually comes down to a number of different levels of what you want to achieve. I mean, that's where we can help. Well, Kyle Reader, uh, author of best-selling book, Boss It, and co-founder of ProNation, really excited about this new network community for accountants to really raise their game. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. Thanks for being on the UK Matters in Accounting show. Brilliant. Thanks a lot. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents UK Matters in Accounting. Sponsored by Accountex, 